A Day at the Summit, written by Matt Tipple. Please don't forget to like this video and subscribe to the channel. You can also support the channel and listen to my content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining my Patreon. The link is down below in the description. Thank you, and happy listening. Disclaimer. The following audiobook contains adult themes and explores topics that some listeners may find sensitive or disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. Introduction. Located at the corner of Maple and Main, the summit was almost as old as the city itself, with its ancient brick facade cracked and weathered by the passage of time. Despite its age, the building was still a popular residence for those looking for a unique living experience. The units within were a patchwork of sizes and styles that had been expanded, cut up, and then re-expanded over the years. A mix of tiny studios and spaces ranging from modest and cozy to spacious and sterile ensured that the summit didn't discriminate based on one's income or social standing. Not long ago, a particularly enterprising individual had bought the entire top floor and converted it into a luxurious penthouse, complete with a rooftop balcony boasting panoramic views of the city. But this apartment building was more than a hodgepodge of mere living quarters. Behind the closed doors of each unit were the people who chose to call this place their home each one an integral part of the complex tapestry of life at the summit. These are their stories. Chapter 1. The Grateful Grunt As the sun slowly rose over the bustling city, Emily woke up in her small apartment at the summit. The space was cramped and cluttered, with hardly enough room to move around. Despite the confined conditions and the struggles presented by the tight budget she had to adhere to just to live here, Emily was determined to make the most of it. It was early, as usual. Emily had always been an early bird. She felt rested and ready to take on the day. She stretched and got out of bed, then made her way to the bathroom to wash her face and brush her teeth. Emily got dressed in her work uniform, a simple red shirt and khaki slacks combination that was comfortable and practical for her job at the burger shack. She tied her hair back into a ponytail, then tiptoed to the kitchen to fix herself a quick breakfast. As she went about her morning routine, she tried to be especially quiet so as not to wake her other roommates. Emily had three roommates, to be exact. It was the only way any of them could afford to live in the city. She glanced over at the couch, seeing that Alex was still fast asleep, sprawled out across the battered couch cushions. The apartment was tiny by most people's standards, the old battered couch being the only place available for him to sleep. Her other two roommates shared the larger bedroom of the two, which still could barely house two twin-sized beds. Emily toasted a slice of white bread and prepared a cup of tea, then sat down at the table to enjoy her meal. As she ate, she mentally reviewed her calendar. There was nothing extra on her schedule today just a full shift at the burger shack. When she finished her toast, she gathered her things and walked out the door of apartment number 113, ready to start her day. She knew it may not be easy sometimes, but she was determined to work hard and meet every opportunity that came her way that day with a positive attitude. As Emily walked through the lobby, she encountered Jake, who had an apartment on the second floor, who seemed to also be on his way to work. Jake had always been friendly with her, and his charming smile and sparkling green eyes made him not too bad on the eyes either. Unlike most of the other residents she had met at the summit, he always seemed to be in good spirits. Good morning, Jake said, smiling at Emily. 
Looks like it's going to be a nice day. Yeah, I think you're right, Emily replied, returning his smile. She couldn't help but feel a little flutter in her stomach whenever she talked to Jake. She'd felt an instant attraction to him since the first day they had met, and with each passing day, that attraction only seemed to intensify. How's it going lately? Jake asked, his voice friendly and genuine. Oh, you know, Emily said shyly. Jake nodded sympathetically. Just trying to make ends meet? I get you, girl. It sure ain't easy, but I'm sure we'll both make it through it. I'm sure you're right. We've got to do what we've got to do, Emily said, feeling slightly less embarrassed. Well, good luck making it through. I appreciate it, Jake said, flashing her another charming smile. You too. As Emily walked out the front doors of the summit and out onto the sidewalk, she couldn't help but feel a little disappointed that she didn't have more time to talk to Jake. But she knew that she'd run into him again soon, and maybe this time she'd gather up enough courage to make some plans. Certainly not a date, but maybe something more memorable than lobby small talk. Emily headed towards her job at the burger shack on foot. The weather was hot and sticky today, and the smell of exhaust filled the air. She found it intoxicating. While most people would probably dread a commute like this each morning, Emily had really learned to enjoy it. Not only did she love to see the hustle and bustle of the city, but she loved to people watch. She observed the businessmen rushing in and out of the massive office buildings lining the street, usually staring at their cell phones without looking up. She watched the tourists taking pictures of the city skyline, wearing shirts proclaiming their love for a city that they were just barely scratching the surface of. Emily even took the time to notice the homeless man across the street begging for spare change, who smiled a big, toothless grin when a passerby dropped a $5 bill into his cup. She quickly crossed the street to drop a few silver coins in as well. She saw the city for all of its diversity and complexity, and even though she had lived here her whole life, it still filled her with a sense of awe and wonder. Seeing the familiar neon sign, Emily approached the burger shack. She knew that the day would, no doubt, be filled with difficult customers with unrealistic demands, but she also knew that right now, her only choice was to grin and bear it. It was still early in her shift that morning when a customer approached Emily at the cash register, a grumpy look on his face. I asked for extra tomatoes on my breakfast sandwich, and there's only one single slice of tomato on here. Emily tried to remain calm and professional. I'm sorry about that, sir. I'd be happy to add some more tomatoes to your sandwich for you. The rude customer huffed, sliding his sandwich across the counter at her. If you had been listening when I placed my order, we wouldn't be here now, would we? I apologize that you feel I didn't hear your order properly, Emily said, striving to keep her tone even. I always try my best to fulfill our customers' requests. Is there anything else I can do for you while the kitchen fixes their mistake? Yeah, how about getting my order right next time? The customer snapped. It's not that hard. I apologize for the mistake with your order, Emily said. I'll make sure to double check it next time. The customer glared at her. Just give me my damn food. Certainly, sir. Emily almost laughed out loud as she passed his sandwich back to him. The cook must have balanced at least two whole tomatoes worth of sliced tomatoes on top. Thank you for choosing the burger shack. I hope you have a great rest of your day. He must be having a really rough morning, Emily thought to herself, dismissing the man's behavior. As she wiped down the front counter, she thought back to how bad things had actually been for her before she came to work here at the burger shack.
Not too long ago, Emily had been living on the street, struggling to survive, unable to afford even the most basic of necessities. She had applied to countless jobs, but no one wanted to hire her. She had felt like a failure, fearing that she would never be able to escape her situation. After applying to every business her feet would carry her to, Emily had resorted to standing on the busy corner in front of the burger shack, trying to pick up an odd job or two from people passing by. Excuse me, ma'am? I was wondering if you might need any help around the house, maybe some dishes or laundry. I'll do it for next to nothing, Emily begged, her voice shaking with desperation. I'm just trying to earn a few dollars for a hot meal. Get a job, the woman sneered as she walked past. I'm trying, Emily cried, tears streaming down her face. I've got a hot meal for you, a man said, laughing as he pointed to his crotch. Just when Emily thought she was going to break, the manager at the burger shack approached her and offered her a job on the spot. It wasn't much, grunt work really, but Emily had a great work ethic and was given a permanent position as a cashier a few weeks later. This was her chance to get off the streets and put a roof over her head. She knew it was probably a dead end as far as jobs went, but considering where she had been before and the fact that she got a free burger and fries as a shift meal each day that she worked, it was quite a step up. She could start over fresh and carve out a better life for herself. During her morning break, she sat outside the restaurant and took in the city air. That's when she spotted Sarah walking up the street towards her. Sarah rented a shop down the street a few blocks away where she sold handmade scented candles and things like that. She was a friendly, ambitious person who always seemed to be carrying more things in her arms than should be humanly possible. Hello, Emily. How are you doing today? Sarah asked, struggling to shift all of the packages in her arms so that she could take a sip of her coffee. It's going, Emily replied standing up so that she could try to catch a thing or two if Sarah's leaning tower of boxes decided to take a topple. She thought back to Jake's words that morning. Just trying to make ends meet. Oh, I bet. I know that place can't be paying you much, Sarah said, jerking her head towards the burger shack. Emily shrugged. She couldn't help but feel a little envious of Sarah. She was sure Sarah's life was full of its own set of struggles and challenges, but she'd be blind not to notice the new designer purse that was hanging from Sarah's left shoulder. Sarah noticed her gaze. You know, you really should come to see me at the shop sometime. I bet I could find a place for you. Definitely, Emily said, checking her watch. Well, listen, I've got to get back. Oh, don't let me keep you, dear, Sarah smiled. I'll see you soon. As Emily walked back to her register at the burger shack, she laughed to herself thinking that nothing sounded more boring to her than a career in soaps and scented candles. Emily finished her shift, clocked out, waved goodbye to her co-workers, and headed back to the summit. As she walked through the front double doors, she saw Mike, a resident of the fourth floor, waiting at the elevator. Mike was a tall man with short, shock-white hair and gray eyes. He was the type of person whose brain seemed to constantly be in motion, and he always looked utterly exhausted. Hey, Mike, how's it going? Emily asked, trying to catch Mike's attention. Oh, hello, Mike said, barely looking at her. I don't know what's taking this damned elevator so long. I've got a lot of work to do. I see, Emily said, sympathizing with Mike's busy schedule. But don't forget to make some time to take care of yourself, too. Some people say that's just as important. Mike didn't issue a reply and disappeared into the elevator. 
Emily watched him go. She doubted that she'd ever be able to achieve as much as Mike had in a whole lifetime, at least not with her limited education. But she also knew that for the most part, she was happy with her life, even if it wasn't as busy or important as Mike's seemed to be. Emily entered her apartment, feeling energized and ready for a relaxing evening. She headed to the kitchen and started preparing dinner for herself and her roommates, who she was sure would all appreciate a hot meal after a long day. They were a close-knit group, bonded by their shared laughter and love of good food. As four chicken breasts sizzled away on the two-burner stovetop, Emily's roommates started trickling into the kitchen. There was Alex, an eccentric and outgoing artist who loved to make people laugh. Jamie, who had been her first roommate, was a caregiver for an elderly widow who also lived in the building and always had a warm smile on her face. And then there was Samantha, a mostly quiet but easygoing writer who would share the most intricate plot lines with them from time to time, asking for input. They sat down to eat and discuss their plans for the weekend. I can't wait to go to the beach, Alex said, grinning. It's going to be nice to get out of the city for the day. Oh, I love the beach. We should definitely go for a swim and build sandcastles, Jamie said as she turned to Samantha. I'm in, Samantha said, laughing. I haven't been to the beach in ages. We're going to have a blast. I'm so excited, Emily said, beaming from ear to ear. I can't wait to spend a day with all of you. It seems like it's been forever since we've all had a day off together. As they continued to talk and eat, Emily felt a sense of joy and happiness wash over her. She knew that the weekend ahead would be filled with laughter and fun, and she was grateful to have such amazing roommates by her side to make new memories with. After dinner, they cleaned up the kitchen and watched a little TV together before calling it a night. Emily laid in her bed, exhausted but content. She knew that tomorrow would be another day full of more difficult customers at work. But even so, she was surrounded by people who, despite not having much, supported each other, and knew how to enjoy the little things that can make life so special. Emily drifted off to sleep as the city outside her window sang its lullaby of sirens, construction noise, and honking horns. It was the most beautiful song that Emily knew, 